Welcome back to the Revenue Love Podcast. My name is Jonathan Hinshaw. I'm the CEO and founder of RevenueLove.com. And this is our first podcast of 2019. It's actually our first podcast that we've done in like a year or two. I don't even remember. We, we've we heard you guys. Everybody was asking us to restart the podcast. So here we go. This is, uh, it's like a celebration time. You know, I've, I've been trying to launch RevenueLove.com for a couple of years we started officially January 1st, 2019. RevenueLove.com is up and running. So I want to thank you guys for encouraging me to start the podcast again. So today, let's get started with some issues. <laughs> issues with undercharging, right? Do you struggle with putting a price on your services? Are you using a pricing model that leaves you running ragged? Are you trying to pay the bills, <laughs> right? If you're quoting clients an hourly rate for your services, chances are you're hurting your business. Even if that hourly even if that hourly rate was methodically calculated, that's because you can really only charge so much per hour, right? And there's only so many hours in a week and you're putting a limit on how much you can earn. There's a better way, I promise. So today, we're going to cover 5.1 tips to charging what you're worth. And even, look, even if you're not charging by the hour, you you still might be undercharging. So this is for you as well. So number one, let's focus on value instead of hours and time. The first step in understanding the difference between churning out billable hours and delivering value, as an entrepreneur, you have to understand you are not just a collection of hours. You bring an array of wisdom, talent, and skills, stuff you've accumulated over the years, and you bring far more value to the client than just punching in and punching out on the clock. Number two, we need to probe for the serious pain points, right? I'm working with the client. It's an exploratory phase. Are the sales trending downward? Are new competitors emerging? Uh, Too many of us focus on the small problems, the clients aren't really motivated to solve those small problems. So dig deep, find the serious issues. Bottom line, client value equals solving large problems. The bigger problem you solve, the more money you will make. Let's go on to number three. Position your services as an investment, not an expense. No one likes expenses. They try to keep them as low as possible. So if you, want to com- if you want to position your service as an investment, connect it to solving the client's pain. It's that simple. For example, uh, as a web designer, right? When, when, when I ran Ebway Full Service Agency, instead of building a better looking website, we would build a site that acts as a marketing engine. And we were selling online businesses, online marketing engines. We weren't selling websites, If you offer to build a website that could generate, let's just say, an additional $100,000 of profit this year, your client would probably be open to making a $20,000 investment. If you use traditional hourly pricing model, you might only end up charging two to 2,500 bucks, right? So think about that. Position your services as an investment, not an expense. Number four, don't present your pricing 
up front, right? You can give them ranges. You can say, this is how we price our projects. I, I used, used a playbook for many years that talked about typical investments, but we didn't price the project until we took the client through a, a formal process of figuring out scope. Number five, offer clients more than one option. This is a mistake I see most entrepreneurs, especially agency owners, they make this mistake all the time. We give them one option with a flat rate on the proposal. Give them two options. Give them a, this is you know best case scenario, highest investment, this is the best thing you can do, you know the best, best. Here's a good one. Here's one with a little bit less deliverables, less features, but it's still everything you need to get started. Maybe it's a phase one, phase two, however you do it, you need to give them more than one option. If you give them one option, then they have an easy way to say no. <laughs> so 5.1, the last one, focus on good clients. I can't stress this enough. Clients that hammer you on price, tell them to kick rocks. They are unlikely to ever grasp the merits of your value. All they will do is lead to more low quality clients, right? So when you start working with clients who want to invest in themselves, they'll refer you other people like them. That'll help you move up market. If you're dealing with clients that won't invest in themselves, if you're dealing with clients that just don't get it, odds are their entire circle is full of people just like them. So the referrals are going to be terrible. You're not going to want anybody they bring to you, and you're going to hate working with that customer. There's a reason that there's freelancers. There's a reason that there's college kids and internships and you know different levels of agencies, virtual agency, full-service agency. Sometimes clients need to be educated by the market, and if they want to buy a $1,000 landing page, well, they can let an intern do that. We don't have to do that for them. So it's okay to say no. Focus on good clients. There you go. That's 5.1 tips to charge what you're worth. And that was quick. I don't do hour-long podcasts. I'm very, very quick with them. I just want to give you guys quick insights, quick things you can do. You can take action. Thank you for listening. Check us out on revenuelove.com. And I am super excited to have the podcast going again. So leave a review, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, like it, heart it, leave a review, uh, give us some stars on iTunes if you're over there. Help me get the message out. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. Now go sell something.